We have a treat as we turn towards the message uh, this morning. If you have ever been to a Christmas party, perhaps, or a family gathering, and you walked in the door and you knew right away that you just didn't belong, we're in for a treat. Um, We've been inviting eyewitnesses to share the Christmas story with us each week through this series. And so we've had uh, the Archangel Gabriel. We have had a Herod. We have had uh, Mary come and visit with us. And this morning, we have the treat of hearing from a shepherd. Now, a shepherd is someone who, by definition 2,000 years ago, wasn't welcome places. In fact, specifically, wouldn't have been welcomed in a church would not have been welcomed in a worship place. So it'd be easy to feel that you weren't welcomed to God. My prayer that each one of us, as we hear from the shepherd this morning, that we would, that we would hear and feel an invitation from God to know that at the very foundation, that's what Christmas is. Emmanuel, a God that came to invite us in to his presence. Let's welcome a shepherd this morning. Well, hey, all y'all. Shalom. My name is Justice. Real nice to be with you. I'm a shepherd by trade. Anybody here a shepherd? Yeah. Didn't, didn't figure as much. Well, here's the thing you got to know about a, a shepherd. A good shepherd, a good shepherd loves sheep. And I love sheep. Well, you can call me a sheep person. Let me explain to you what that means. Anybody here a cat person? Oh, gosh, I'm real sorry about that. Any dog people here? Yeah, man. That's more my speed. Anybody have a dumb dog? Yeah, yeah. A real dumb dog. You take the dumbest dog you ever met, buy that by two, and you got yourself there the smartest sheep. He's dumb, but I love him. Every one of them. Knew me by name. Every one of those four-legged cotton balls. There's some good things about being a shepherd. It's real nice being out in the open. Nothing better than sleeping under the stars. Without the hustle and bustle around you. There's some hard things about being a shepherd, though, too. He's unclean all the time. He's dirty. You hardworking folk, you, you know what I mean. Like, like you can wash it off, but like the stink don't really come off. And nails, it's just always there, the grime. But it's worse than that for us. See, being unclean, it, it, was, a, it was something that affected us. We was ceremonially unclean. You see, for us as Jews, we, well, if you touch anything dead, you was unclean. Well, I mean, shoot. 
kill the snake about every day. On feces, don't even go there. You touch feces, you unclean. Well, heck, my middle name is practically feces. I stepped in more sheep turds than you can shake a stick at. So we was unwelcome. We wasn't part of polite society. I never came to a place like this to worship. No synagogue, no temple. Wasn't welcome there. Affects a person. Affects how people treat you too. Didn't get many invitations to anything special. No weddings, not many birthdays. Well, then when we, I did show up, you know, you know, go to a birthday party, you walk through the door, you got an invitation like everybody else, and everybody gets all quiet, look at you like, you came? <laughs> well, that's my life. Let's not even talk about my romantic life. I mean, shoot, I'm, I'm no King Solomon, but don't help to, don't help to be unclean. No good Jewish girl was going to bring me home to her daddy. So it was just me. Me and the boys. That was my life. You know, it impacted me too, my relationship with God. I believed in God. I prayed to Him all the time. God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I knew all about Him. But my prayers just didn't seem to go nowhere. I wondered. Could this God, I couldn't even worship Him. Could, couldn't make a sacrifice, nothing. Did he even hear me? Did He want me as part of His family? Was I welcome with Him? Those questions haunted me for my life. Well, until that night, that night changed everything. That night, we were down near Bethlehem. That's like seven miles south of Jerusalem. The Judean wilderness. It's really nice there. Had our sheep there. We, we pinned them up for the night. Well, we didn't have no fancy fences like y'all have. We, we just used rocks. And so we, we built a rock structure. We, like a big oval. The front of that was an opening. You bring your sheep in there for the night to protect them from predators. And then that, that opening, that's, that's where the shepherd stood to protect the sheep. There wasn't going to be nothing that got to the sheep without going through the shepherd. That's what a shepherd does. Protects the sheep. Well, second watch of the night, and I was on right there at the door. Boys was asleep, and sheep was asleep behind me. Gosh, it was real pretty. Listening to the, to the owls, to the, to the jackals. And all of a sudden, it got, got real quiet. Like spooky quiet. My, my hair went up on my arms. And got all nervous-like. Well, then the, it was like the, like the sky was pressing in on me. and started swirling. The sheep, the sheep started wrestling behind me and bleating and, 
My boys started, started getting up. My, my coat was flapping, flapping around me. And then from the night, the, the, the sky opened up and, and light just beamed down. And I fell down to the ground. I was so afraid. Then a man, you know, a warrior, a, it was an angel, appeared. First thing he said was, Fear not. Fear not. You kidding me? I ain't never been more afraid in my life. Fear not is what he said. Fear not. For I bring you good news of great joy that will be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Oh my. I couldn't believe it. The Messiah. The Messiah was born. They was telling me about it. Justice. Just a shepherd. I heard about this Messiah. Ever since I was a wee lad on my pa's knee, he'd tell me all about the Messiah we were waiting for. Generations we'd been waiting for him. He was going to come. He was going to heal the people. He was going to make us right with God again. He was going to change everything. Messiah. Messiah. The king who would sit on David's throne. The Messiah. The one who would bring healing. The Messiah. And they was, well, he was telling me. The Messiah was here. Me of all people. I couldn't hardly believe it. Well, well, then it got even crazier. The old sky ripped open. And there was, there was more I could count. There, was, there were troops of them behind. And they were singing. Glory to God in the highest. And on, on the earth peace upon whom His favor rests. like they knew just what to say to me peace on whom his favor rests God's favor rested on me me the very thing I'd wrestled with all those years wondering did God did God accept me did he welcome me did, did he care about me and here they was Thousands of them, all telling me it was true. God's peace had come from me and His favor rested on me. Well, we stood there just looking up. And then before you know it, it was like the, like the sky closed up behind them and it was gone. We just stood there with mouths open for the longest time. You boys see that? Sure enough, they did. I wasn't dreaming. It was real. Real. Well, we had to get getting. We, we had to get to Jerusalem. So we, we grabbed ourselves some rocks. We piled them up. We pinned in those sheep best we could. And, and off we went to Jerusalem. Not Jerusalem. Bethlehem. Well, we didn't get into town. Before we... Before we got there, we, we saw what they was talking about. 
had promised us that, that we'd find him in a manger wrapped in swaddling cloths. And there he was in a stable with his mommy and his daddy. He was young. She was, she was younger still. It was real nice. They, they welcomed us and we talked to them for a bit. And, and then, well, then the baby. We knelt down in front of that manger. You know, it's just a feeding trough. The baby was lying there in a feeding trough. The Messiah. thought about that. God sent him, the Messiah, in a stable in Bethlehem. And here I was. You know what's the first person that saw that boy outside his mommy and daddy? Me, a shepherd. Changed things for me. Changed the way I even thought about God. Just, just right there. As I sat looking, looking at this baby, this little beautiful baby boy, the Messiah, the, the Savior, born in a feeding trough in Bethlehem. You know, I guess I, I guess I'd always thought of God as kind of pretentious before then, kind of high and mighty. I mean, you know, you know, righteous people, religious people. Kind of figured he was like them. But he sure wasn't. He sent the Messiah in a lowly place to lowly people like me. I was, I was just kneeling there, just taking it in, worshiping, worshiping him and thinking. I thought about my, my pa and what he told me about this boy. He told me all sorts of prophecies about this boy. And, and one came to mind. It was from the prophet Micah. He said this, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be counted among the tribes of, of Judah, from you shall come from one whose coming is from of old, from ancient days, and he will be a ruler. God had it planned all along. He was going to send, he was going to send him to Bethlehem. This was no accident. This was the heart of God. This was the welcome of God. That same prophecy had said this, and that He will shepherd the flock in the strength of His might and the majesty of the Lord His God. Here He was, the littlest shepherd I ever did see, coming to me, a shepherd. I changed things that night. I changed things forever for me. I knew this was the shepherd. This was my shepherd. would come for me. I knew, I knew what kind of God my God was. A God who sent Messiahs to people like me. A God who came lowly for the lowly. We stayed as long as, as we could, but we had to get back to the sheep. So we left. It was years that passed, decades really. We started hearing about that boy, that Jesus. He was teaching. He was performing miracles and people, well, they were coming from everywhere to see him. 
One day we heard he was real close. He was up north of Jerusalem that time. We heard about him teaching. Well, I'd just come, I'd come. I'd see him with my own two eyes. I wanted to see the baby shepherd and what, what God was doing with him. Sure enough, we got to the edge of that crowd and, and I saw him. I swear I could tell it was still him. He was teaching. Truly I say to you, he said, I'm the door to the sheep. Those who've come before me are thieves and robbers. I'm a good shepherd. Those who enter through me the door, they'll be saved and find good pasture. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me just as I and the Father know each other. I'm the good shepherd, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Well, I knew what it meant. It was like he was talking just to me. He was the good shepherd. He, he was the one who's, who stood between evil and the sheep. You know, you know what makes you protect the sheep? When a wolf is coming at you, and there ain't nothing between the sheep and the wolf but you. It's the love of the sheep. A lot of shepherds I watch, well, they'd run scared at that time. But if you love the sheep, you you scared too. But you stood your ground to protect that sheep. Jesus said he was the good shepherd. And he protected his sheep. And I knew I was one of those sheep. I knew what it meant to, to find good pasture in him. I knew what his protection meant. Here's the thing. Even good shepherds, they lose sheep. I lost, I lost sheep. I can tell you the ones I lost. I remember every one of them. There's that time old Esau, that's what we called him, old Esau. He, he was a hairy, had a, had a red streak on his belly, that's why we called him Esau. He, well, he got to wandering one day. I don't know how I missed it, but, but he, he, he took to wandering. and Well, before you know it, we realized he's gone, and I, I went after him, looking for him. And, and sure enough, I heard him. He was down the canyon, and as I, as I started get, going down there, I heard him bleating real bad. He was scared. I could tell it. Sure enough, right as I got a view of him, well, the jackals, they had him cornered. And they jumped him, got him by the throat. He went down. Well, I hollered and I yelled. I came after him and, and I, I picked up that, that big old boy in my arms. Esau. He said, why do you have to be so dumb? I've got to be so stubborn, Esau. Oh, Esau, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't come sooner. Breaks my heart, every one of them I lost. 
because I was a shepherd, I, I knew how much it mattered then. Jesus said he didn't lose any of them. He was the shepherd who didn't lose any sheep. Even I couldn't be lost when I came to Him. I was thinking about that. thought about that a long time and began to think about who He was and what He was doing here. Well, that's when the people turned on him. He wasn't the kind of Messiah they wanted. They wanted somebody all political like overthrow the Romans and whatnot. Well, that's not who he was. He started, started saying things about who he was, things I knew from the start. Christ the Lord. Angels had told me that he was the Lord. He claimed to be the Son of God. Oh, they didn't like that much. So they handed him over to the Romans. The Romans put him on one of their crosses and they crucified him. Some people, they started mocking him at that time. They say, see, I told you justice. It proves you. He wasn't no Messiah. Messiah's not going to be killed by no Romans. Messiah's going to kill Romans. You know, weren't they listening? He told them what was going to happen. He said, I'm the good shepherd. And I laid down my life for the sheep. He laid his life down for the sheep. You know what that means? He wasn't just the shepherd. He was the sheep. Here's the funny thing, y'all. I, I never went in the temple, but my sheep did. Plenty of them. The sacrifices. Jesus was the sheep who was sacrificed. The shepherd become the sheep to die. You sacrifice something to clean you up. You sacrifice something to make you right with God. And I couldn't, I couldn't ever make a sacrifice. But I had a sacrifice, alright? It was Jesus Himself, the Messiah. The Good Shepherd become the sheep to die for me. To shed His blood that I could be clean and right with God. And part of His flock. I don't know what's going on through your mind this morning. But maybe some of you, you come here, maybe you feel a little bit like me. A little dirty. A little unclean. You think, gosh, if the people next to me knew, knew what was going on in my heart, they knew what I did, I'd be kicked out of this place just like old Justice. But I tell you, it's not true. You can be clean through the Lamb. Through the Good Shepherd who became the, the sheep. That you might be clean. That I might be clean. 
I don't know. I don't want you to think about Christmas. But that's what I think about Christmas. And I hope that whenever you, whenever you look on that manger, that feeding trough, silly feeding trough we put that baby boy in, that you look at that boy and that you would see the good shepherd who came for you. And that you would see not just the baby boy and not just the good shepherd, but you would see the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world to make you clean, to make me clean. That night the angel said to me, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace upon whom His favor rests. God's favor rests on us because the Son of God came that we might be right with God and clean before Him. I hope you remember that this Christmas. Merry Christmas.